The Habit Blueprint by Patrick Edblad. One sentence summary. The Habit Blueprint strips down behavior change to its very core, giving you the ultimate research-backed recipe for cultivating the habits you desire, with plenty of backup steps you can take to maximize your chances of success. My favorite quote from the author is, Since you're the biggest expert in the world on your behavior, I encourage you to take on the roles of both scientist and subject from this point forward. Let life become your experiment and the world your lab. Patrick Edblad. A note. This is the second author collaboration on 4-Minute Books. I work directly with the author of this book, Patrick Edblad, the creator of Selfication and a very dear friend of mine, in writing this summary. Hence, this summary is also slightly longer than usual summaries on 4-Minute Books. Total reading time is 8 minutes, which is also why I won't give any additional updates, personal takeaways, and so on. Um, I've tried to add additional comprehension in this summary so that that's not needed, and I don't want to overdraw my time. So very brief comment at the end, and that's it. Let's get started. I've never met Patrick Adblatt in person yet, but over the past two years, he's become one of my closest friends. Like me, he was among the very first coaches on Coach.me, and he's coached a staggering 400-plus clients around behavior change since. Patrick lives in a small village in Sweden called Östersund. I hear their Schöttbulla, aka meatballs, are excellent. With his long-term girlfriend Lisa. Bouncing from job to job, dissatisfied for a while after finishing high school, he discovered he had a knack for poker. When he managed to turn $2,000 into $35,000 a couple years later, he went into poker full-time. As much as he enjoyed the personal freedom and decent money of a professional poker player, he couldn't help the growing feeling of dissatisfaction about how he spent his days. Five years into his career, what had been a nag became a dramatic wake-up call. Within 48 hours of being diagnosed with a rare case of blood poisoning, his dad passed away. A true stoic at heart, Patrick did what few people would. He took his grief and turned it into a positive force for changing his life. In April 2013, he published a story on his blog and thus started his journey towards selfication, which he describes as the process of closing the gap between who you are and who you want to be. It will be the first of many, over 130 posts by now, forays into the science of human psychology. The same year, he started a bachelor's degree in behavioral science, which he completed in 2016, along with becoming a certified mental trainer. Recently, Patrick's years of research and efforts in studying human behavior have culminated in the publication of his first book, The Habit Blueprint. I don't know anyone who is more passionate about the science of habits, which is why I'm extremely happy to share what I think to be the three most crucial out of Patrick's 15 steps you can take to transform your life. 1. Get a head start on your habit changes by picking a keystone habit first. 2. Avoid fluctuating willpower by starting ridiculously small. 3. Use the sunk cost fallacy to your advantage by building a chain of check-ins. If you're looking for a recipe you can use over and over again to cultivate the habits you want, you've come to the right place. Let's design your own habit blueprint. The Habit Blueprint Lesson 1. Make your habit changes as effective as possible by choosing a keystone habit first. Roughly 40% of what you do each day happens on autopilot. Take a second to let that sink in. 
According to a study by Duke University, you don't deliberately choose almost half of all the actions you perform on a daily basis. These automatic behaviors can be good or bad, depending on the habits you've acquired so far, which means they can drag you up or down quite fast. That's both staggering and a little frightening, but it's no reason to despair. Because while you can't change your habits from one day to the next, over time you can make sure what you do on autopilot makes you better, not worse. Consciously making your first habit change is always the hardest, but if you pick the right habit it'll also be the most transformative. You can achieve this by selecting a so-called keystone habit first. In architecture, a keystone is the stone at the very top center position of an arch. It's the stone that holds the entire arch together. Remove it and it collapses. But if it's in place, it stabilizes the entire arch. Transfer to habits, this means some affect your life more positively than others because they cause a ripple effect and support further positive behaviors. For example, exercise is a big keystone habit for Pat. As long as he keeps a proper fitness regimen, he finds he naturally sleeps better, eats better, is more productive and enjoys life a lot more. I'm sure you can almost immediately think of a habit that has the same effect for you. Common ones are sleep, exercise and eating right, but it might be something else entirely. Think about which habits have been keystone habits for you in the past and pick the one you think will be the most impactful to focus on when you're just starting out. The Habit Blueprint Lesson 2 Eliminate the issue of willpower by making your first step laughably small. This answers the question, when we address new habits, what is the best way to start? Speaking of starting out, try not to go from couch potato to marathon runner in a day, okay? Most of us have tried to make changes way too big, way too fast and have crashed and burned. The reason is as non-obvious as it is simple. Your willpower fluctuates tremendously throughout your day. I hope you'll never be in one, but in some situations, this can make the difference between life and death. For example, when you're standing in front of a jury of parole board judges who have to decide whether you will be set free or return right to your dimly lit cell. When it's just before lunchtime or late in the day, your chances of being approved for parole are almost zero. If it's early morning or right after lunch, you'll be granted freedom two out of three times. How so? Well, just like you, parole board judges are tired after a long day of making tough decisions and hungry right before lunch. At these times, their willpower and thus their ability to judge your case objectively will be significantly lower than early in the morning or after a meal, when their willpower battery has just been fully charged. So they err on the safe side and keep you locked up. For your habit, this means you'd best do it at a time of high willpower during your day. But you can't always guarantee you will. Instead, why not avoid the fickleness of willpower altogether by making your habit so easy you'd be stupid not to do it. For example, you could set a goal of running just two minutes, eating a single carrot or reading just one page in your book. Starting so easy you're almost laughing at yourself has three advantages. One, failure becomes very unlikely. Two, it gets you over the biggest hurdle, starting. And three, you set yourself up for overachievement. Think about it. Anyone can run for two minutes. It's easy to start such a short run. But it's unlikely you'll stop after you've run for two minutes. You'll just keep going. And voila, you're one step closer to becoming a regular runner. The Habit Blueprint Lesson 3. 
turn the sunk cost fallacy into an advantage by building a long chain of daily habit check-ins. This answers the question, how can we use some of the mental biases we have in our advantage when we build new habits? You have the right habit. You got started. Now all you have to do is to keep going. Of course, this part of the habit puzzle is just about as hard as the one before it. While there will be many mental biases at play, trying to prevent you from going on, there is one you can flip on its head and use to your advantage. It's called the sunk cost fallacy, and it describes the human tendency to overvalue the future benefits of objects, investments, and experiences. Why do we do this? Because our objective view is corrupted by how emotionally invested we are already, based on the time, energy, and money we've spent on something. Some examples. This movie is bad, but I've sat more than halfway through it, so I will finish it. We don't really want to go out to dinner today, but we've already made the reservation. Our holiday sucks, but if we fly home early, we'll have to pay extra. You get the gist. And you know you've done this before. Clearly, the sunk cost fallacy doesn't exactly help us when we've previously committed to the wrong course of action. But if it's the right choice you've made, it can actually work in your favor. A famous example is Jerry Seinfeld's productivity hack, which involves taping a 365-day calendar to your wall and making each day you succeed with a big red X on it. With each passing day, you'll see the chain get longer and want to take a day off less and less. The more energy you invest into making your habit consistent, the more committed to it you will get. There are two ways to implement this chain system. One, get an actual physical 365-day wall calendar. Or two, sign up for a habit tracker, which allows you to check in daily and create a streak. Pat and my favorite is, of course, coach.me. Then, simply check in immediately once you've completed your habit for the day. Motivated or not, with this system, you will soon push through up days as much as down days. To create long-term change, that's all that counts. My personal takeaways from the Habit Blueprint for 2017. Okay, as I said, uh, only giving a very brief wrap-up here. So, again, this was my friend Pat's first book. I reviewed it on uh, 4-Minute Books. I think some books, and he sells his on Amazon, uh, the only other author collaboration I've done so far is called Facebook Ads Manual. It's by uh, Moitza Mars, which is also a friend of mine. Um, I think these books aren't very popular pop science books, right? They're niche books. You wouldn't see them elsewhere. And so that's why I've chosen this format. There are also pictures in the summary on 4-Minute Books. There is a bonus, which you can get on Patrick's site, Patrick's blog, Selfication, which is at selfication.com slash the habit blueprint book bonuses. But you can uh, also just Google it. Um, and so I thought, well, this is a new way, a new thing to try. Let me experiment with it. And I actually really like it. And the summary was received really well, too. So Pat's book is available on Amazon, The Habit Blueprint. You can get it for $2.99. Uh, I think it's 50 or so pages. It's very short because it's no fluff. It's literally 15 steps at, at a time, one page, a very uh, a short story or intro to why this step works uh, with some scientific examples and then what you have to do very specifically. It comes with a workbook and everything. So um, the book's been a huge success. I know Pat sells a lot of copies. Um, and if you like this summary and want to learn more about the other steps, I highly recommend you check it out. Again, at $2.99, it's not very expensive. 
So hope you learned something. Hope you will check out Patrick's blog to selfvacation.com and I will see you on the next summary.